Welcome to the DNA Show. DNA? Dude, are we doing a science show? No, D is for Dennis. Oh, A is for Andy. And N is for and? Oh, man, nerds. Because we're nerds, dude. Yeah. Well, good. Then we can talk about comics and movies and pop culture and sports. Sports. Sports and nerds. Yeah, we're going to make that work. All right, let's roll. Hi-de-ho. Welcome to, yet again, another fantastic, fabulous, I'm trying to think of another great F word to throw in there. Fantastic, fabulous, feverishly put together episode of the Dennis and Andy show. There. Three Fs. That works. I give this show three Fs. Wow. So about the same as your grades were in school. That's right. Oh, yeah. I'm Andy. And I'm Dennis. Welcome back. The big mouth over here is Dennis. And it's it's somebody's birthday. This guy. Yeah, I feel I feel just a little bit older today. You should. I, I feel feel really old today. And oh, that's because I feel your age now. Oh, oh yeah. You caught up to me. But you know the one thing we do have in common. What's that? Besides our age now, our wives are both older than us. Yes, oh. they are. Yes, they we are. married up. Yes, I got that much closer to her, but soon she'll pull away again. That's right. For a few months there. They pull away from us. Yes. So yes. all good. Well, well, speaking of wives ruining birthdays. Oh my God. Boy, I am glad this was my last week in fantasy football this year because I am telling you, worst season ever. <laughs> wait, wait, real quick. Because this is my first time doing fantasy football. What do you mean this is your last week? Playoff start. I, I'm officially playoff start next now? week. Yes. They don't go with how the regular season goes? No, because all your playoff players, they're the ones that don't make it. They're sidelined. So you have to play. The last three weeks of the season wind up being your playoffs. Really? Yes. So, so you're officially done. I'm out. This is, like, this is You out. have no match this I'm, week. Correct. I am done. First time <laughs> in, what, the 10, 12 years I've been playing in how many leagues no that way. I've been eliminated from the playoffs. And I just wasn't eliminated. I was playing my wife, oh. and it's always fun when that happens. And not one of my players stepped up. She beat me this week 181 to 58. I'm telling you, all of her players. What, what, did you just have everybody on the bench and not put anybody out the No, that's the sad. I had one person because I was out of tight ends. So when Gronk wasn't playing, I was like, you know what? If I lose by a couple of points, I'll be pissed. Yeah, I didn't didn't matter because none of my players showed up. And Susie, all of her players showed up. I'm like I'm she was so far over her projection. <laughs> it is probably the biggest walloping I have ever had in fantasy football. So yes, wow. for me, put a stake in it. This season's done. I, 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 2020 has just sucked in my Wait a second here. Now tell me if this can happen because my season's not done. So, so I, can I take, can, can I take some of your players? Like, can I take Gronk? Nope. Why? I can't trade to you or, or? why? Well, no, because now, now, now we're in playoffs. Now you can't be trading stuff oh, you be, can't. Be, because then that would give the opportunity for a loser like me 
to just give all of his good guys to a guy like you to uh, try and fight buy for it. Damn it! So yes. Now the good news is, Andy snuck in the playoffs. Then I did. You did because um, you were five seven and one <laughs> in eighth place, in and eighth? the eighth eighth place gets into the playoffs. Now wait, but I could literally be done after this weekend, right? Yes. Because that's how it goes now. It, it whittles down. Yeah. So, so after this weekend, because just to recap my past week real fast before we move on to the playoff stuff, uh, projected, I played the Green Dragons. I was supposed to win going by the projections 90 to 83. But oh no, never let the dirty boys fail, just like the real Cowboys. I lost 99 to 70. As it says, Green Dragons come back to knock off the Dirty Boys for the fourth straight win in a 99-70 to 70 route. So yeah, I made the playoffs, but back to you explaining this to me, a fantasy football neophyte. Um, literally this week, if I lose to whoever I'm playing, I'm done. You're done. My season's over. Yeah. So, oh, so I'm way, done. The way it works right now, I'm screwed. so this next week, uh, you're playing Chad, so it's First seed versus eighth seed, so you're playing the top dog. Oh my god, are you kidding me? And and and, and Chad always has a tendency to win, so I know you're listening to this, Chad. Yeah, I yeah, good luck to you, because I, I, I think you're gonna stop Andy. But we play the games for a reason. And then Susie is playing Elisa, so the, the two girls are going head to head, and their match is tight. I mean it it is What's almost it a dead like? even. 107, 104 projection. No way. What's my projection? You didn't even tell me. That's oh, it's 82 Chad, to 121. He's right now walking all over you. However, you better see what who's playing what to Justin. Oh, I got to throw. I know yeah. one thing. I got to throw Brady yeah. Brack. So in. Scott's playing uh, Sunday Slackers. So that's uh, a pretty good game in the playoffs. And then Matt and and Doug, they're they're in a virtual tie too. So this is going to be a, a potentially good week of uh, fantasy football in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I I'll be sitting out. Don't need to watch it. Oh. So you know what that means? That means my hope and dreams for all of football this season now rest on the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, who of course won their game against the Eagles. You know. It, it wasn't exactly a blowout, but a win is a win is a win. And then the numbers 9 and 3 have incredible importance this week because both the Packers and the Cowboys have 9 and 3 in their records. Did oh, you know they said? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, but they're reversed. Oh, okay. So the Packers are 9 and 3 with their win, and who did the Cowboys play? The Ravens. The I mean, Ravens. They played the Ravens. I know. So they're also nine and three. No, but, but just backwards. Exactly. <laughs> well, and while you were doing that, I I have now closed the gap on my playoff matchup. Now it's a projected me ninety eight, Amish ninjas one twenty one because I I did it. So I might have to work on my lineup. I might be able to boost that number up some. You could. You could. Now, I mean, honestly, I've only got probably hasn't even looked at his team this week yet. Does he play with his like? Is he that far into it? Sure. Well, he'll he'll know. He'll he'll if somebody's not playing, he'll make sure that he puts in a good player. All right. Well, I might have to mix things up a little more. This will be fun. It'll be a much shorter uh, football segment next week because there's (laughs) there's only one one to talk about. There's only one. It'll probably be me saying. And the fantasy football update is 
my season's over. Yes. That's what it's going to be. Yep. Yep. <sighs> That's the way, the way it is. Fantastic. So, yeah. So Packers are playing um, the Lions this next week. So, again, it's a division game. Anything oh, yeah, the Lions happen. actually looked pretty good last week because they fired the coach the week before. And yep. even the players were like, you know, it just felt different. So, yeah. go Lions. Yep. I, go Lions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and who are the Cowboys playing? I don't even know. Oh, wow. Dude. Yeah, you know, I can I can look it up. I was but, say, but, I, I honestly don't even know. But the, the 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 Packers are the top of their division. Oh wait, and, and and the Cowboys is it the Colts? It is going to be so the the Cowboys are three and nine. They are now the behind the uh, football giants, the Washington. We don't have a name football team. And even the Eagles no, who lost the back. Eagles. No, they are not. They're oh, three really? and nine. The Eagles are three, eight, and one. Yeah, but in power rankings, the, the Eagles are oh, below the Oh, Power Cowboys. rankings. Seriously, what are power rankings? Oh, whatever. Who are who are they playing? Bengals. Bengals. Oh, Bengals. oh, oh Dalton going up oh, against his X team. Yeah. We could have oh. a win because the Bengals, what? They've got two or three wins. So they're almost with us. This is the game. We make a win. Yeah. They are you the Cowboys? They're they uh, Bengals are two nine and one. So yeah, it, it could be. But uh, well, well, we'll find out. It's getting down to the nitty gritty in the NFL. Jeez. Yeah. Just the fact that the the football team, as in Washington, and the Giants are tied in the NFC East. Yeah, with five wins for the. Well, league. that's the thing too. If you look at if you look at so who so I think looking at the the. NFC East board, the Giants are still in first place. Yeah, Giants, um, well, technically speaking, if you look, the Giants, they're both three and two in the division. Right, so how, they're on a virtual tie. So, so if, if the season were to end like right now, how would they how's it broken down when the division records are the same as well? But it would go head to head first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So. so it goes head to head, then division, then conference, and et cetera. So, I mean, they're they're both vying for for that playoff spot, and <laughs> and, so and the Eagles are technically a game and a half back, not out of it yet. Oh no. Fair yep. Enough. And then the the Cowboys would they be benched, two full uh, games back. They bench Wentz. So yeah, Carson I know. Wentz got the bench. This I'm week. telling you, that whole division is just one sloppy mess. It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So, you know, pre- pre- we don't even have to worry about predictions next week because, you know, the Cowboys and the Bengals, hey, that could, Go boys. That, that could be a, a Andy Dalton's up. revenge. And whenever you're dealing with uh, the Packers and anybody in their division, it's always a toss-up. So, you know, just just hoping the Packers can, can pull off that win. Go Packers. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, damn it. Yeah. So now on to what did the boys get this week? Well, before we pull out the comics, I am going to show you one Ooh. really cool thing that Andy got me for my birthday. And we'll pop up a thing. Actually, I'll just hold it up. This is really cool. It's a hardbound book. Um, the X-Men, the art and the making of the animated series. That is one of my all-time favorite animated series. Um, it's right up there with uh, Batman, the animated series, stuff like that. It was, it just captured the essence of the X-Men for me. I loved it. 
Funny, I had the, the dishwasher repairman come out to my house yesterday, and of course, he's a closet nerd. We wound up having a conversation, and he goes, oh, man, I love the cartoon. My favorite cartoon was X-Men the Animated Series. I'm like, whoop, wish I had that book yesterday. I could have showed it to him. and like, look what I got. Yeah. But yeah, no, thank you, man. That was awesome. Wait a second, it looks so is your dishwasher fixed? It is. We actually ran it, and it looks amazing at the washer. And it took him, like, how long, it took, how long did it take him to fix it? Uh, 20 minutes. No way. Yeah, but we wound up actually chatting for about two hours because we wound up talking about a bunch of nerd stuff. So, yeah, obviously you must not have had a packed schedule. So oh, that's and, a good thing. And, you know, I'm going to ask, what it cost to fix? How much was the repair? 87 bucks. Get out of here. Yep. You were originally thinking. So they, him and his wife went out and looked at brand new dishwashers. They were looking to go, well, this one's broke. Heating elements toast. Let's just go buy a brand new one. And they see the cost of them, and he tells me, and I mean, my jaw hit the floor. Yep. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to get it fixed. Even if it's three, 400 bucks, we'll save some money. It was only 87 bucks. Yep. Dude, that had to light up your face. When oh, he, it was when so he great. Said, it was so great. Did you? And you didn't know that before he came out, nope. right? Nope. You had no idea what it was going to cost. If he would have came back and said, we have to replace the PCB board or whatever, and it's going to be 500 bucks, eh, Okay, now we're thinking, but once we were done with that, yep. Damn, yep. that's good. That was amazing. So I was very, very, very happy. So with that being said, yeah, that was my cool one. So I've got a that's little awesome. bit of I've got a little bit of reading to do tonight. So so go on. Since you started off, let's see what what the dentist get this week. So this week I actually got a pretty good stack. I went and picked up one of the books last week. Sword number one came out, so I'm looking forward to to reading that. See what great adventures are happening up now, in the see, atmosphere. I'm a fan of uh, the artwork on it. It's the guy that did. It's uh, I always pronounce his name wrong, so I want to make sure I get it right. Valerio. I didn't want to say his last name because I want to totally mangle it. I know. Skitty. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Because saying it the and way... Andy, it sorry looked, if you got it wrong. I'm sure I messed it up, but if I pronounce it the way I think it's actually pronounced, it sounds bad. So I'm going to go with uh, uh, Valerio... It, it looks great. Skitty. Um, he did... Uh, what was the... Oh my God. Why am I blanking on that? The one... Empire. He did Empire. And I really like his artwork. So yeah. I didn't pick it up because I've never had a huge interest in the, the sword uh, thing, whatever you want to call it. That's because you always pronounce it with the W, and that's wrong. How do you say it? Sword. Sword. Well, <laughs> excuse me. But it looks good. I, I mean, it was in my box. He automatically pulled it for me. And I think it looks just great, you know. So I'm... I'm hoping it's a really good story. I hope it's something that's well, fun I that I'll continue what. on. You read it. Next week, we'll, no, next week we'll review it. Yep. You'll review it, and your task will be to sell me on it. Well, you know what? I can do that. I can do that because next week, you know, we do got a special one. It's going to be our Christmas one. I know. Next week. I know. There. So we got something special in mind. But continuing on, The Rise of Ultraman number four came out, and then – Avengers, Enter the Phoenix. Uh, I knew you'd get that. Off. I knew you'd get that. So I was like, oh, Phoenix. All right. Kind of excited here. So can't wait to see what's going to happen there. So I talked to him to make sure I get everything included. Guardians of the Galaxy. 
liftoff in 4-3-2-1, so I can't wait to see what's gonna what that storyline is going to be. Juggernaut, uh, Marauders, um, now that officially the, uh, the, the Swords of X are done, I'm going to finish it up, and I'll wind up doing a review on it, but I'm behind a little bit on the reading. And then Star Wars. Um, so, and they've got a new, uh, Operation Starlight coming out, so it's a new story arc, so looking, looking forward to it, so a pretty good size week, not too big, not too small, pretty happy with it. My week was, uh, not big at all. I got Last Ronin, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story that came out a month ago, but sold out immediately, and now the first issue goes for, I don't even know how much, 30, 40 bucks. Uh, it's written by Kevin Eastman and uh, Peter Layard, the original uh, creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it's in a it's in a larger format. It's a thicker book. Cover price is $8.99. I did get it because, you know, I, I had the chance when it came out a month ago. I went to the comic shop Wednesday morning, right when they opened. They had a stack of them. It said limit one, but I was like, eh, I don't care. So I... I didn't get it. And then lo and behold, the next day I hear it sold out. I hear how good it is. I'm like, damn. So second print came out. Once again, the comic shop was limiting one per customer yep. as well. So I picked it up. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading it. So I got that. I got Flashpoint, Tales from the Dark Multiverse Flashpoint. I liked the original Flashpoint series when it came out a few years back. I thought it was a cool take. So I got this because Brian Hitch wrote it. Brian Hitch drew it. I'm a big fan of Brian's writing and his artwork. Um, he hasn't written a lot, but the stuff he has written, I've enjoyed. Even if he didn't write it, I would have bought it because he drew it. And I'm a fan of Flashpoint. So Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Flashpoint. I kicked that around. I looked at it. And I was like, oh, that was what if. If I didn't, if I didn't have such a decent Big pile, I might have pulled the trigger. Your job is to read that one and let me know if I need to go back and pick that one up. All right. So his homework is to read Sword, number one. My homework is Dark Multiverse Flashpoint for quick reviews. And because it was such a light week, uh, I got a big, fat uh, trade paperback Marvel Epic Collection of Captain America Monsters and Men. I got this for uh, two reasons. One, big Captain America fan. It was the first comic I ever bought as a kid. Two, this finally collects all those issues I bought as a kid. And I've been waiting for a trade paperback collection of this stuff because it's all drawn by Mike Zek, one of my favorite artists, inked by John Beatty. He was an inker I was aspiring to be growing up. I'm now, you know, being in the business for almost 30 years. It's, it amazes me that I've known those guys each. For almost 30 years now and can call them friends. 13-year-old uh, me never would have imagined that when I picked up that issue of Captain America. So I got this collection just so I have it handy and I don't have to flip through the single issues. I'm going to start rereading it because it was some great stories by uh, uh, Demetrius. And uh, so, so I figured, you know what, I'm going to pick that up as well. So I got that too. And that's a throwback to my childhood. Awesome. I love it. I was... It's funny, Marvel stopped doing their essentials, which were the uh, the real thick black and white The books. black and white ones, yeah. I love that stuff. And the last Captain America one they did 
was the one right, right before this stuff. And I was so going, oh my God, I can't wait till the next essential. It's going to reprint all that beautiful Mike Zek work in black and white. I'll get to look at John Beatty's beautiful ink lines, Mike Zek Storytown in beautiful black and white. And then they stopped doing the essentials. And I was yeah. like, why? Why could you do one more? Yeah. So, oh, well. <sighs> what are you going to do? And now... Actually, you know, one thing we want to talk about, because it just dropped today, Superman. So the CW is doing, uh, is it Lois and Clark, Superman and Lois? I'm even blanking on the name of the show. Yeah, Superman and Lois yep. is the new TV show. It's picking up with uh, the Superman that was seen in Supergirl from a few seasons back. That I liked. I yeah, liked it. I did too. Uh, the actor's name is Tyler Hoquin. I think that's how you say his last name. Why can't I get a name like Jones? Tyler Jones. I can say that no problem. No. So Tyler Hoquin, I believe, is how you say it. Does that sound right? Yep. And uh, I got to admit, I, I, I would, well, before this, I did not like the costume he wore as Superman in Supergirl. And I, I don't think very many of us did. I couldn't stand he had like these bars that sat down almost where the lines on my shirt are, where the cape connected. Yeah. And I hated that. Yeah. And that was really the only thing. Like the S was fine. He didn't have the trunks. I don't, I, you know, I'm used to not seeing him with the red trunks, so no problem. Yeah. But now we get a, we get a picture of him and it actually looks really cool. And, you know, it doesn't have, you know, the big collar stuff on there. The cape just comes up from underneath. It comes from basically, well, okay, so my thing is, I think it's a huge improvement. Like, yes. I, I'll go and say it's an 80% improvement. 85. Because I'm, I'm nitpicky. My nitpicky is, I wish that S emblem was a little larger. Okay, if that was the only thing that kind of caught me, is, I kind of wish it would be a little bit bigger. Overall, yeah. I like it. The belt coming down looks fine. Um, the material looks decent. So if this is actually what it's going to look like in the, in the final production, I think it's a it's a decent costume. But you got one more. One more is I really like the way they did the cape on Christopher Reeves' costume from the original movie. That you can see there and basically on Tyler's costume in this new one it's basically you know a neck hole like on this shirt and the cape comes out of it and I just like it better where the cape kind of comes across his whole uh, uh, clavicles yeah I got gotcha. you I gotcha. pulls off that way and that that's it it also looks like in in this new suit that they padded it some to make him look a little bigger or he's been in one heck or of he's a been workout work, Which He could be. Correct. I just watched a movie, Tangent, on Hulu called Palm Springs. It's a comedy. It stars Andy Samberg. He produced it, whatever. It's like a Groundhog Day-ish type movie. Point is, Tyler's in the movie. He has a, he has a, he has a smaller part in the movie, but they do show him without his shirt on. And the dude looks jacked. Yeah. So who yeah, knows? He maybe, he, maybe he hit the gym harder. Once it was like, hey, buddy, guess what? It's your agent. Yeah, what's up, agent? You're going to be Superman. They're doing a TV show, and it's you, buddy. They loved you so much. 
hit the gym more. And Tyler was like, I got to do it. So you know what? So, if somebody gets a chance to interview him, you got to ask him, is that really him in that suit? That's right. That it, Without any enhancements. Just, and if that like, is enhancements, can I get a suit like that to wear under my T-shirt? Because uh, that's a green, good green screen. Though. That would save me a lot of time pushing weights around if yep. I could just wear whatever he has on under yep. my T-shirt. But it looks good. Looking forward to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah. So Friday night. What are we all doing Friday night? Uh, oh, that's right. We watched The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Everybody was saying, did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Did you? Oh I had people God. texting me that morning. Did you watch it yet? I'm like, nope, we're watching it tonight. We're watching it tonight. Everybody. And I can't, you know, I didn't watch it until, uh, I can't remember what time we got back. But because we were out at a friend's store. And we got, and even he was like, no, I haven't watched it yet. As soon as the store closes, I'm turning it on because he has an Apple yep. TV in his store. So we got back and I think I watched it around 8.30 Friday night. And I can't believe nobody spoiled it on Facebook. They did a good job. I think people are getting used to the fact, don't, don't spoil it. We'll, we'll talk later. But right. everybody was like, did we watch it? Did we watch it? No, no, no. And even in the shop, we were like, we haven't seen it. Let's not talk. Let's just, just, just wait. And literally... Andy left, and then I left, and then we went home. And so he's like, "We watch Mandalorian." I'm like, "Yep," but she didn't know. She hadn't heard anything. No, no, no. But she she had. worked all day, right. so she so has no idea. Right. But she was just excited from last week, so right. we sat there and watched it. Um, so awesome. here's the big one. Oh, I'm gonna say awesome. It, it was awesome, and the reason why they blew up the Mandalorian ship. It was so that was why. great. That's why the episode is so good, right? I mean, that's it, right? Well, yeah, that's the only reason. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why so all of you that ordered the Razor Crest uh, ship, uh, you know, from Sideshow or any of the it's Lego like stuff. Here, bucks yeah, sorry about that. You're just yeah. going to have to return it. No, you don't. You can take it in your backyard and, <laughs> and put recreate some, it. Put some, put some uh, M80s in it. Light those puppies up and recreate that scene. M80 quarter sticks. You quarter make sticks. It. You just you gotta, gotta make, make it, it right. Well, especially if it's a sideshow, that thing's probably huge and metal. Yeah, so. yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, spoiler by the way. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's going to be spoilers. Did. Yeah, there, there's no getting around it. We we yeah. waited for till it's till been this a week. week to talk I mean, about by it. the time you're watching this, yes, the episode after this aired. So yes. I mean, you know, you've had plenty of time. Yeah. So. They, his job is he's got to take the kid to the planet, and the kid's supposed to sit on a rock. Even the traveling there was great. <laughs> the kid's supposed to sit, just on a rock. sit on a rock, and something's going to happen. The rest is up to you. That's exactly what he said. And the kid's just absolutely adorable sitting there. Well, then. Well, wait, even even before that, like you said, when they're traveling there, yes, they're in space on the sh on Mando's ship traveling there and i love it he's like they're entering the atmosphere and he's like hey sit back and buckle up and yep. the, the little, little child yoda's like <laughs> just you know yep, yep. wiggles Moving. back into his seat and they've got you know the like the stick shift ball that he keeps on there he's like come on kid come on kid and i know, you, know you can grow, do it grow. yep and then do it and oh and he's like all proud of the kid it's like a, it's like a, a father with a newborn child he's just all excited that the kid Kid did it, you know, so and it's, it's it. adorable. The whole thing and the interaction is just really good between them. But they get down there, they put the kid on the rock, nothing. And all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> you see a ship coming down, yep. and you're like, oh, well, now that's interesting. 
for and everybody who likes Star Wars recognizes Slave One, and they see a Slave One ship, and you're like, oh, dang! We already know. Everybody knows it's Boba Fett. Yeah. So there, the whole thing comes in there, and it winds up being an absolutely great standoff with an interaction because Boba wants his what back? Oh, he wants his armor. He wants his armor. Back. He wants his armor. Back. And I, you know. So not being so entrenched in Star Wars as as Dennis is and some of you are, you know, I recognized the ship, but didn't key anything off yet. I just saw the ship and I'm like, I recognize that, but didn't hit me as Boba Fett. And then even the actor when he came out, nothing, nothing. I mean, like I said, I'm not even though this was the same actor from uh, a few movies back in the early 2000s, still didn't ring any bells. Um, But once he put the armor on, I was like. Bobo Fett? No way! Because yeah. I knew it wouldn't just be some rando that's like, ooh, let me put this armor on. No. It was right. Boba Fett. I was like, oh my god. And he, he survived the pits. The and Sarlacc that, pit. That I did remember. The Sarlacc pit. I remembered that. So yes. I had myself. It was awesome. I mean, he was like, that is my armor. And he gives his history, you know, of the armor. And in The Mandalorian, you know, Mando's like, hmm... And, well, then, all of a sudden, they have to kind of prove it. And along with Boba Fett is uh, Fennec Shan, which, of course, is um, uh, Megne Wen, which I just love her. Love yeah, her. She's Did awesome. an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's just great in here. You find out some cool, interesting things about her that happened when, you know, because she was left for dead earlier. And, um, uh, well, all of a sudden, then the Empire. So they got an assault troop shuttles landing, and you're like, Oh, oh, this gets interesting. He runs. Hey, kid, we got to get out of here. Well, there's there's Grogu sitting on there. He's doing a little uh, 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 what you, lotus med- meditation. Yeah, but it's like a lotus position without yes. legs crossed. But, yep. but his hands and stuff. And yeah, and there's this blue energy field. And there, there's the writing on the rock. Yep. That I would love to know what it means. Yes. And I bet somebody has probably decoded I'm that out there. Sure so if have. you know what it is, just put it. Post it down below yeah, let us know. on our Facebook. And it's just great because he's like, kid, we got to get out of here. He can't get through the field. He tries. Oh, and it man. knocks him out. Just knocks him out even with the armor on. It was awesome. And the kid's just like, mm. Yeah, he's oblivious. Yep. So something's going on. So he, they have to protect the child. And it was great because Boba Fett is like, he needs his armor back. And he looks over and there's the razor crest. Oh, Doors open. Ah, there's the armor. So he walks in there, so you know he's going to put it on. And it's just great when he finally shows up. The troopers, they're trying to keep all the, the stormtroopers, which the stormtroopers were pretty good. They did a nice job yeah. with them in here. And Boba Fett shows up with his full armor on, wielding his gaffy stick, taking his gaffy stick and smashing the heads. Parts you see plastic armor oh, going God. flying everywhere. It was just fantastic. How is it the Empire can't get their hands on that metal that Mando's armor is made out of? Because it's so rare. And they have bits and pieces of it, and that's what they used to pay him with. Remember, that's why when they were originally, when they contracted him to do it, he paid him, and he's tied into the Empire. Oh, I know. The Beskar. Yeah, they don't know how to properly wield it, meld it. It's a secret. That only the Mandalorian, um, oh. uh, yeah, forgers know how to do. Maybe the Empire 
should go to Earth and go to Wakanda now that, you know, <laughs> Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel and they go to Wakanda and get some vibranium. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then the rebels would have to go get adamantium. <laughs> That's right. So I, I can see where this is leading up. Right. To. I mean, it's a galaxy far, far away. Right. But at light speed, is it far, far away? Right. Well, I and, mean, that's what you got to think about. Well, that and there's wormholes. So maybe, maybe ah, there's, there's a that wormhole. Too. That I mean, goes look, through. maybe that's a whole new series. If you're in a space shuttle, it might be far, far away. But yeah. if you've got light speed and wormholes to go through, you're here. Yep. Millennium that's Falcon. Awesome. It's, yeah. It could do that, it really quick. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Min Ya Wen, her character was great. I, you know, I was always curious who saved her at the end of the first season. For the episode she was in. So seeing that it was Boba Fett was cool. She is part robotic now, which I was like, what? That was that shows just, it. It's just so weird. She, you know, it's like her midsection. She opens up and there's these robotics there, and you're just like, Man, Boba Fett's a badass if he did that shit to her. I, yeah, well, who <laughs> or did somebody he, did. He did. Yeah, somebody did. So that that's gonna be a little piece that I'm sure they'll fill in at some point, unless they kill her off, which I hope not, because she's a great character. No. Um, yeah, it was, uh, and then, you know, uh, the, the empire sends down the, the black, basically, uh, uh, what I thought as soon as I saw him was, uh, the dark troopers, the dark troopers but yeah. my original thought was the Ultrons from Age of Ultron that Stark was sending around the planet. Oh. Protection. That's immediately what I thought, because the dark troopers are, they're robots. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's what I thought. I just went to, oh, it's like Tony Stark's Ultron army. Um, so they came down and they they took baby Yoda. They took the child. And then they blew up Mando's ship, as we already touched on. Which, I, I don't know what was more wrenching to me than taking baby Yoda. Because you know they'll get baby Yoda back. But the ship, it is gone. There's no... Hey, build me a new ship that looks exactly the same. No, it's gone. Yep. It was like, it kind of reminded me of uh, a Star Trek. Aft torpedoes. Fire. Boom! They You just see him, the ship. And he's like, no way. They have to sift through the wreckage at the end, which is really cool. The yep. only thing that really <laughs> survives is two things. It of course, the ball. The ball. You know, which, of course, you know, they, they needed to have Sentinel, survived. I know it would. And then the other one, which staff. was great. Yeah. So the Beskar staff that yep. they just got. And I'm like, he picked that up. I'm like, wow. But you knew it was going to. Like, I caught, like, after the ship blew up, my daughter and I watched it together. And I said, there's one thing he's got to find. And I wasn't thinking of the ball. That was a nice touch. Um, but it had to be the staff because... Of what it's made out of. Right. So when he pulled that out, I was like, yes. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was really cool. So, yeah. Needless to say, the fight scenes were great. The, the dark troopers come down, which we were all excited to see, you know, to, to see what they can actually do. We haven't seen. They basically flew yeah, down, do surrounded the child. The child had just woke up out of his trance. It ended. They oh. were able. He was like, uh. Uh, uh. And they walk <laughs> over and grabbed him, and they just over. launch back up and flying back up. And they're oh. like, "You got to stop him!" And you know, and Slave One's up there flying, and then he, they're going up, and all you can see is his ship. And they were like, "Oh no!" Because it's like a uh, an Imperial light cruiser that's sitting up there. And you know, and Bob was like, "Yep, 
got got to got to got to turn this around and go back down. Can't get him. So the Empire has the kid. But the but, coolest was seeing how powerful Grogu is, Baby Yoda is, the child is. They they it ends with him in a you know in basically a cell, and two stormtroopers come in, and they're kind of taunting him and stuff. And then uh, what's the what's the character's name? Uh, Oh, I'm blanking on that. Goff, uh, uh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon comes yeah. in. And before he does, or while he's standing there, you see little baby Yoda, and he's like, and he's just using the force and just tossing around these two stormtroopers like rats. And Gideon's off. just sitting there going, hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm, he's just taking mm. it on like, wow, this kid's got some power going on. Yep. Which is one of those things, like, from a writing thing, my first thought was, okay, he's tossing around, Baby Yoda's tossing around these stormtroopers like they're ragdolls. As soon as he was done, it would take no a split second for him to just go to Gideon and toss him around, I would think. Well, the cool part is the stormtroopers came in, they were going to stun him, and Gideon's like, no, 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 no. just let's hold on, let's, let, let's see this. And he watches the kid just take his troopers and smash him around, throwing him, hitting him. It was amazing as he just sat there. And then he's like, yep, yeah, you're, you're pretty strong. Now, now stun him. And he went, boop, stun him. And the kid's like, <laughs> and he just lays down. He's so adorable. And he's like, yep. And then he's like, we've got our DNA, basically. We've, we've got our waves. So we're thinking he's going to use them to try and clone others to and bring him up. So this is an interesting storyline. It was an absolutely phenomenal episode. I mean, probably, we, we've said it a couple of times, but this is my, my new favorite episode, hands down. Oh, yeah. No, this was definitely, de yeah, it, it is. In our I mean, CGC grade, we, we might as well just go ahead and, and give it. I, I'm giving this a 9-8. This is hands down my favorite. I wouldn't have changed anything in this episode. Yeah, I was going to say 9-6. As soon as you said CGC grade, my mind went 9-6. So 9-8, 9-6, that's really par. Um, it was, it was a great episode. I think there's only two episodes left, which yeah. is really seems like a lot to pack in in two episodes. Yep. So it'd be interesting to see because, you know, after the first season, I don't know if there was an official pickup during the season for a second season. Now we know there's going to be season three. And since everyone knows that, are they really going to up the stakes for a big cliffhanger and really make you yeah. that's. See, and, that's and, like and, the question mark. And I and I think and and they they were looking for a way to bring Star Wars fans back because honestly, I mean we all know it. They the last trilogy and some of you liked it, some of you hated it, and it, it's it's a mixed bag. It wasn't great, no matter how you looked at it. It wasn't great storytelling. It wasn't great Star Wars. It was plausible sci-fi, but this there, there's a meme I saw that basically and at first it. It kind of had me fooled. It's a picture of John Favreau, and above it says, "I'm paraphrasing something like, oh, our 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 thoughts go to John Favreau. We heard he injured himself on the on the set of Mandalorian. He has he has a really bad back injury, and it just goes on and on. And you're really like, oh my God, I hope he's okay. Then at the bottom, it says, you know, with all the heavy lifting he had to do to pull the Star Wars franchise." out of the hole that it was in <laughs> after the last three movies. And I was like, oh, you got me. Burn. Burn. But it's not wrong. That's no. what makes it great. He really has. 
this isn't just decent story writing. This is good world building, which you don't have to. There's already set world. But you're still expanding on it. The stories are great. The characters are great. The actors are great. He is putting out absolute quality stuff. And these don't look like hokey Doctor Who low-budget episodes. Oh, no. This looks great, and it is polished all the way around. Compared to season one, which season one was really good, this just blows it out of the water. This is great I think, Star Wars stuff. I think they do a spinoff. Follow me. With Katie Sackhoff's character. What's her name? Oh, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. But that's kind of a mouthful to say. And you really want to get Mandalorian in there some way to, to have people go, oh, I got to watch this. You know, to connect the two, right? Yep. So this is what it's called. Picture the Mandalorian logo, right? Yep. Before the M, there's a dash, right? And in front of that dash is a W-O. So it's the Wo-Mandalorian. Woman Mandalorian. Woman Mandalorian. Well, that, Woman Mandalorian. It's man, I tell you, that's, you pull the chicks in that way. Yeah, Katie Sackhoff in it. It's Woman Mandalorian. Know, that is one of the, the things the, that Kennedy talked dude, about. Woman Mandalorian, the tales of Boca what? Bo-Katan. Woman Mandalorian, the tales of Bo-Katan. Now, she does have Boom, a story to tell. Her and her sister. You know, so, I mean, they don't don't laugh. They, they probably have a Bo-Katan in the works. Or, or, for season three, it changes from the Mandalorian to the more PC, Vaylorian. Oh, yeah, no, keep it the, the way it is. The Dandalorian, Vaylorian, no, something, I no. think John Favreau knows what he's got, <laughs> and he's got a winning formula, and... We're just going to keep it up because they're finally starting to bring some of us uh, It's just a little uh, gender back. specific. That's all I'm saying. Mandalorian. Especially with, uh, you know, with, what, with what I'm getting for Christmas. So that Mandalorian is going right next. I'm getting the sideshow. I already know what I'm getting. I'll, 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 we'll, we'll get a picture at some point and, and show it to you. But I've got the uh, one six scale um, sideshow Mandalorian. And he's going to go right up next to John Wick, right next to one another, because I've got, there's my two kick-ass guys uh, that are I going to be say, right in the display I, cabin. I, so we're done talking about the Mandalorian for this show, but I got to say, tangent, I know other couples that will do that. They'll be like, you know, either the husband or wife or whatever will see something and be like, oh, this is what I really want. And another one will go, well, look, just buy it, and that'll be your big Christmas present from me. Then I'll just get you a few small things yep. that are surprises. And I can totally, I get it. I get the idea. You know, we've, you know, Helen and I have been married a year shy of you guys. So 25 years, you're 26, whatever it is. Um, I just, we've never done that because I like the surprise too much. Uh -huh. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather make a list that has like two to three big things. Yep. And then I know I'll be getting one of them. But I yep. don't know which one. This is because I love the surprise. But this too is much. the first year we've done that. Normally, she gets me comics of something. Hey, I know he needs X Men, whatever. Well, I'm done. I mean, I've got them all. I've collected them all. So she goes. She came up and she goes. Oh, no idea what to get you. Really, no idea. <laughs> I'm I'm at a loss. I have no idea. And I said, Ah, don't worry. We're going up to a buddy shop. I I've got some ideas. We'll. I don't know what's coming out. 
because you know I I was interested in like you know I was like sideshow statues, so I was looking at like I do need an Emma Frost, you know things like that. Yeah, there there's no good ones coming out on that yet right now. Okay, so anyway, oh Mandalorian, you know what? So it's not just for me because she likes the Mandalorian oh, too. Yeah, I did get the John Wick sideshow and she loved it. She was like, okay, I'll admit even that is a really cool one to have. She's going to, it's the same thing with this one. So yeah, it's going to go, they're going to go right next to each other. Cause that's the last spot that I've got. And that's in that size, size. That Does I that sideshow have. Mandalorian, and this is a serious question, I actually don't know. Does it come with a little child figure too? Or no, it doesn't. there's a new one that's coming out. Um, which is going to be way more expensive, and it's going to be Mandalorian with his best car because the one that I've got is his original one from first season oh. before we got all the upgrades. Right. And then the new one will have the upgrades, and then it'll also have the um, the child with it. But I guess that one's going to be around five hundred bucks or so next. So Christmas. well, coming out in a few months. Yeah, but next. Yeah, so you shot your load. But, you should have. You should have said. And you would have got it after Christmas a few months later, but what a surprise it would have been. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm content. All right. Well, I still haven't got it yet, so I'm at Christmas time, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, wait. So, so, so you bought it when you were there at the shop and brought it home. Yeah, I'm seeing. But, right, you haven't opened it. Right. So she'll wrap it and everything? It's already wrapped. Who wrapped it, Dennis? She did. Oh, she did. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not okay, I, so you brought it home from this because the store is like an hour from where we live. So I know, you know, when he was out there. So you brought it from the store, brought yeah. it home, gave it to her. She wrapped it. Yeah. I said, here's my Christmas present. And she goes, good. I don't have to worry about it. What is it? And I'm like, you'll see a Christmas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so she has no idea what she got. Nice. Me. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Like we teased last week, we ventured to the theaters and we saw a movie called The Climb. Yeah. It was very good. We had the trailer on last week's show. If you haven't seen it, we'll be playing a clip here in a few seconds from the show, from the movie. Um, it stars a guy named Michael Angelo Cavino and Kyle Marvin. They both co-wrote it. Uh, I and, believe, and they played their namesakes in they, the movie. That's the funny thing. They, that Michael plays a character named Mike. Kyle plays a character named Kyle. Which, you know, this is a small independent film. It's you know, it's not big budget or anything. One of the things I really enjoyed about it was I only recognized uh, two actors that are in it as well. George Went, who we all know as Norm, Norm from Cheers, he's in it. Uh, playing Kyle's father, and Judith, uh, oh no, not Judith, no, Gail, Gail Rankin is in it playing Marissa, and Gail Rankin is from Glow. Yeah, she plays the wolf girl. She plays the wolf girl on uh, the show on Netflix, Glow, and she was also in, um, oh my God, now I'm blanking on it, uh, Perry Mason, the HBO show from uh, was that I think springtime Perry Mason was out. She was uh, one of the stars of that show. Anyhow, she's a great actress, so I recognized her, recognized George Wendt. Uh, George didn't have a huge part. Her part was was significant, but because in everything I've seen her in, her appearance drastically changes from Glow to Perry Mason to this. You don't automatically recognize her. In fact, I had to point out to Dennis. I go, do you know who that is? He's like, no, who? And I told him. He's like, oh, my God. Um, 
And then just with the, the two lead actors and the writers of the movie, um, not being big names, anybody I've ever seen, I really was pulled into this story and it was almost like a documentary. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it, it, the story basically is two best friends. One of them's getting married. Kyle's getting married. Uh, the movie starts off. They're on a bike ride through France. So, you know, they're on a 10 speeds or 20 speeds, whatever type, not mountain bikes. They're biking, you know, through a, up a hill, slight hill in France. And they're just, you know, they're just talking. And this is the clip we'll show. Uh, Kyle's talking about getting married. So uh, let's just show the clip real quick. She loves me for who I am. And, and I love her for who she is. I, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with her. Kyle, I slept with her. What? What do you mean, slept? If I catch you, I'm gonna kill you. I know, that's why I waited for the hell. Ah, ah. Yeah, you got this. Mike, shut up. Take. <laughs> and it, seriously, in the theater, it was so funny. Because oh, well, when they're going up, I was like, you know, if I'm gonna give bad news and I know I kind of have to do it, <laughs> you kind of want to soften the blow. If he was getting angry, you know, do I get up the hill? That's why I told you. That that's why I told you. That's I why I told you. We're on the hill. I knew um, you were going to be upset. It's it's it really is a movie where it's a comedy, obviously, and there's some drama in it. So you know, dramedy. But when we say comedy, it isn't like one of these laugh out loud. No, 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 it's not like hysterical. dumb and dumber. Right. It's a it's a real. I think story wise, it's something that you could see happen. Right. In real life, the the. The sequence of events and the events that happened throughout the movie, none of them really like. None of them really pulled me out. It was like, unlike comedies like Dumb and Dumber, where you go, that's so over the top. But you know, going into a movie like Dumb and Dumber, you're going to see over the top pratfalls that obviously in real life that would kill you. The enduring, the endearing part to this is the fact that you got two best friends. You don't know why they're best friends, but they've been friends for a long time. And you know that from the from the mountain climb because they talk a little bit. So, you know, they've been friends for a long time. It's perfect setup. And it's a long term movie where it takes place, you know, a couple years later. And, and then so there's bits and pieces, you know, after the funeral, because he, he cheated on, on his wife with her and stuff like that. With, with, for and He was getting married and wound up was sleeping with her. That's, you know, obviously the bad news. Well, then fast forward, she dies and, you know, does even come to the funeral. And it, it just takes place segment of the movie, segment of the movie, segment of the movie. And it jumps forward in time. They're still best friends, even though one of them is a complete dork. I mean, he's just well, an awful human being. Wait, wait, very wait. selfish. You're talking about Mike. Yeah. I wouldn't call him no. a dork. Wait, well, which one are you talking about? Yeah, that was, Mike. was Mike. Yeah, I don't yeah, think Mike's because a dork. Kyle Kyle's is, a dork. is you you find out he's like one of the sweetest guys in the he entire is, world. But he but out of the two, Kyle to me is more of if you're going to label one of them a dork, I'd say it's actually you mean Kyle. Like, like a nerd dork. A nerd dork. Yeah, I'd yeah. say I'd say Kyle because he is. He's that sweet guy. He's really nice. And his it's best not that he's a, a wanker. Yeah, his best he's friends are wanker. A, but the, you know the movie starts like we said, where they're biking up, biking in France, and Mike is the more in shape one, not having a problem at all biking up this hill, 
and his buddy Kyle, who's getting married, is, you know, huffing and puffing some. But then the roles kind of reverse as well, because Michael's life kind of falls apart as the movie goes on and Kyle's doesn't. And, you know, there's some more twists and turns. I don't want we don't want to spoil the whole thing because it, it really is a treat of a movie uh, to see. Um, like I said, it has some serious moments in it, uh, some heartfelt moments in it. I thought. I thought all the acting was great. I mean, to me, it was it was very believable. Um, I love the fact that most of the people you didn't know, and their right, family, that's what I mean. Their family moments where it's the extended family. It's all of Kyle's families together for Christmas and stuff. You don't know, other than George Went, you don't know any of the other actors no. and actresses. And they all play really interesting, fun parts. And then they're gossiping about the soon-to-be new wife and stuff like that. And... You, you could actually see everything that happened happen in somebody's family. And then, oh, by the way, we're getting married. Oh, how wonderful. And you could see the fake looks and the oh, enjoyment yeah. that were on there. And you're like, wow, well, this the, is very realistic. The mother of Kyle, right before the wedding announcement, was complaining about the girlfriend. Yes, along with the girlfriend. older sisters. Along with the older sisters. But once, the, the, once Kyle... And his well, fiance, uh, Marissa, announced her getting married. You just see that look. There's like the pause, and there's like, uh, oh, oh, that's great. Oh, we're so we're happy so to have you in the family. Happy to have you in hug, and it's the fake. It's it's really good. It's endearing. Uh, I thought the ending was really good. It kind of comes full circle, and I, you know, we're not going to give away why. It has a good twist, so it was yeah, definitely nice worth twist. seeing. Yeah, it was it was really good. So on the on the grading scale, CGC grading scale, I'm gonna I'm going up because I like indie movies like this. I'm gonna give it uh, a nine. I'm oh, giving wow. it a nine. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine because the older I get. The more I like these these smaller budget films that are really story driven. I mean, every movie should be story driven, but this is really story driven, character driven. You really, at least I did, get to know these characters and and kind of feel for them okay. as well. So I I yeah. enjoyed it not as much as you. Then I'm I'm giving it a seven zero. Um, two points below. Yeah, yeah. I Could thought you just it, leave. No, I thought it was <laughs> enjoyable. I'm glad I saw it. It was, it was, it was quite good. There were a few things that bothered me. Um, the the one thing that bothered me was there was at the end of an interesting scene. There was like oh, this right. band, this music that would randomly pop up with guys singing. Yeah, and it kind of reminded me of something from like something about Mary, you know, only at least there was something more to it there. Th there was no rhyme or reason why it was right. in there. That and was... it actually pulled me out of the story a little bit. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, I didn't hate it because I was able to get back into the story, but I didn't understand why it needed to be in there. But well, because it could have been just the soundtrack because I. I mean, there's one scene, we won't tell the scene, but basically when the scene's over, it's a, you know, it's a conversation between the two friends, Michael and Kyle. When the scene's over, instead of just cutting, you start to hear this music and you're like, okay, it's soundtrack music. Duh, movies have soundtracks. But then the camera pans over and there's literally the four people there singing 
and playing musical instruments that you're thinking, well, this is just soundtrack music. Why am I seeing these people? Yeah. And it does kind of pull you out for a little bit, but I don't know. I can, I, I guess it was so meaningless to me that until you brought it up, I totally forgot about it. So that's why I can still stick, stick it with the nine. Yeah. I, I would say I, I would recommend seeing it. It's a good indie film. Um, there's not a lot of great movies out right now in the theaters, so if you do want to venture out, it is worth a watch. You know, movie theaters kind of need our, our help right now, lest they go the way of the dodo bird. So yeah. if you want a good movie that's that's fun and enjoyable, this is definitely worth seeing. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our show. Thank you very much again for joining us. Next week is the Christmas episode. We got something special for you for next week. That's right. So until then... Catch us on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. YouTube, but come on, you know the one that if we say the name. And all of our Amazon devices. That's right. You can find us on and it'll play the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Until next week, grab your 3D glasses. Get your favorite comic books, roll them up, and put them in your back pocket the way you should treat comics. Throw your pigskin up on the mantle. This is Dennis. This is Andy. Later, Later friends. friends.